Every adventure in the wild starts at the fringes of civilization. For a seasoned safari guide like Gumbuno, the dirt-filled concrete island separating the car park from the main terminal of Nairobi Airport represented the no-man's land, separating his escape back to the wild and the full-on western chaos seen before him that he had no desire to cross into. His greying eyes carefully scanned the hustle and bustle of tourists hauling overstuffed hard-sided suitcases with uncertain wheels across the broken pavement as they exited into the equatorial sun from the smelly, packed customs hall. Even from there as he sat cross-legged atop an aging, dented, dark-green, long-wheelbase safari Land Rover, he could smell the baggage porter's sweat from too many Tusker beers the night before, thin wisps of tourist perfume splashed on to disguise ten-hour flight odor, and the pungent smell of sandalwood oil used as polish throughout the airport, mixed odors now outgassing with the stampede of tourists eager to experience the real Africa the holiday brochures promised. Patiently, like the Waliangulu expert tracker he was, his mind's eye had a fixed image of his prey, the faces, shapes, and baggage of the people he was there to collect. As the late morning sun beat at his back, there was not a breath of wind, not a cloud in the sky, but his eyes never blinked, his gaze never averted. In the maelstrom before him, the airport's swinging glass doors blinked reflected visions of milling people about to emerge. Once outside, the newcomers were descended upon by matatu drivers, unlicensed taxis, and hotel minivan drivers, ready to whisk the passengers away to the eagerly awaited sanctity of the urban reality, to be found in Nairobi the long-lost white hunter mecca of Hemingway, Holden, Roosevelt, and countless other African adventurer legends. Mbuno had been through the airport customs hall many times, returning from safari and distant lands outside of Kenya. As he waited, sitting on the ticking aluminium shell of the Land Rover's roof, ever intent on the flickering arrivals before him, he imagined accurately what the crew he awaited was facing inside. Off conveyor belts in the sweltering baggage hall in Kenyatta International Airport, the man he was there to collect, Pero Baltazar, was searching for his television production colleagues while keeping an eye out for the customs agent, hired to help clear the pile of filming equipment, shipped as expensive checked overweight luggage instead of freight.